Hey guys, welcome back to Actually Adultish. My name is Christina and I'm your host. Very excited to be chatting with you again this week. Thanks for joining in on this fabulous Monday or whatever day you're listening to it. If you haven't already subscribed, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. If you haven't left a rating and a review on iTunes, please do it. It means a lot to me. It helps get the word out about us. And if you've been enjoying the show, make sure you tell other people about it because that's how people find out about it. And I want to keep growing the community. And you should also definitely join the Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation, where we're just all friends, just all Actually Adultish friends. It's amazing. And you need to be in it. If you want to support the show, there are a few different ways you can do it. First of all, you can just do your regular Amazon shopping through the link in the show notes. Also, it's linked on the website. You just do your normal Amazon shopping through that link and then some of the proceeds go to the show and the production costs and helps me continue to keep putting free content out there for you each week. And yeah, no extra cost to you. Easy peasy. And I know you're shopping on Amazon. I know you are. I literally shop on Amazon every single day. It's a problem. But anyways, you can also become a patron of the show. You can go to patreon.com slash actuallyadultish, which will also be in the show notes. And you can become a patron and pledge however much money you want a month to show your support and maybe unlock some cool goodies if you do that so it can even just be a dollar a month if you love me if you love the show hook it up i mean i know you pay for a spotify account and podcasters do all this for free so you can be a patron like in the old days like imagine you're the king or the queen And I'm the artist, the struggling artist. Okay, whatever. I digress. So that's that. If you show your support, you are just extra amazing. And I love you extra. But I love you either way. So cool. The other thing I want to talk to you about is Cassandrino's olive oil. You guys know I'm obsessed. Show it all the time on my Instagram stories. If you're not already following me on Instagram then you should. My handle is at addicted underscore to underscore lovely, which is related to my blog, addicted to lovely.com. But I'm very passionate about this issue because you guys know how picky I am about ingredients and products. There aren't that many products that I trust. And when it comes to olive oil, I'm just such a stickler about this because so many people are harming their health without even realizing it and they're using just regular olive oil from the store and they don't realize that it's actually just inflammatory oils vegetable oils canola oil soybean oil any other vegetable oils it's just they don't realize that they're using those oils put in a jar that's labeled olive oil because sadly that's what our nation has come to you can't trust things so the brand I trust is Cassandrinos, and I I found out about Cassandrinos through um, Diane Sanfilippo. If you don't know who she is, she's really awesome. She runs Balance Bites podcast with Liz Wolf. She's wrote Practical Paleo. She's cool. But ever since she t- started talking about Cassandrinos, I tried it, and then I became obsessed. And you can literally, you can taste the difference in fresh, high-quality olive oil and I just love the company and I buy it in bulk and then I have like 20 olive oil containers in 
my pantry and then I also bring it with me everywhere because I don't trust the olive oil at restaurants because it's usually not real olive oil you guys don't I wish I could just burn this into your brain that labels you can't trust labels so do your research and try and use real products and using just switching the oil that you put on your food can dramatically improve your health I can't even explain to you how much it can help so Casandrinos gets their olive oil directly from where their family actually farms olives in Greece it's top quality really fresh and olive oil just in general is well good quality olive oil is amazing for you it's filled with healthy monounsaturated fats lots of antioxidants can help reduce cholesterol levels in your blood contrary to popular opinion i hate popular opinion um it can help lower the risk of heart disease and stroke and it helps your cells stay nice and healthy and that's what we want we want long lives healthy cells and they cold press their olive oil so they don't use heat or chemicals and because using the heat and chemicals destroys the nutrients in it so the cold pressing process is very important and they do have little travel bottles that you can get off their site so you have little mini bottles you can bring with you everywhere and i highly recommend you go on the website check them out and just buy them and you can get 10% off if you use the code addicted to lovely which I'll put in the show notes you can also use the code actually adultish you can use either and you'll get 10% off so stock up and then you'll be set for a long time (laughs) like just one stock and you'll be set and then you don't have to worry about what you can trust and what you can't at the grocery store so yeah so this week, I'm super excited because I have my friend Danica Miller back on the podcast. And Danica is always just a bundle of joy to have on the podcast. She is truly just one of the, she's one of the most hilarious people I've ever met in my life. But she's also one of the strongest and she just, and smartest and wisest and I just really respect her in so many ways and she's just one of those people that you want to be around and want to listen to and I love her vibes and her energy she's infectious and she's amazing and I wanted to have her on because I want to talk about sex sex all this taboo these taboo topics let's talk about it so I hope you guys enjoy this It starts off a little bit lighter, but then we get into some serious things that I do want to address that I think are important. And I would love to hear feedback after this. So I hope you guys like it. I'm very comfortable up against this wall right now. Good. I'm comfortable too. It's hot. It's hot. Okay. Hello, Danica. Hi. Welcome back. Wait, am I being recorded? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to go? Ready, Freddy. Cool. Yeah, you can't get rid of me. Keep coming back. I want you here every I'm time. I'm like a cockroach, motherfucker. <laughs> You're like a leech. Oh my god! I just watched. I went to the Hollywood Cemetery movie last night. Have you been? Have you been to the movies at the Hollywood Cemetery? Before? No, that is definitely something I've always wanted to do. Yeah, though. me too. And then we went last night. and We saw Stand by Me. Have you seen that movie? The best. Yeah, right. Like classic. And oh, I was like, you know, the scene where he has leech. He has like a leech on his. So yeah foul it's horrible but that was fun danica and i just got back from a really great photo shoot because she's the best photographer ever damn what no just 
when people say they're the best. It's always so pressureful. But thank pressureful. you. I appreciate it's it. Good. No, you're so good. I I mean those you're were the definitely only my I trust. Those were my favorite ones after just looking at really? some that we took. Those are my favorite that I've taken of you. Oh, good. They're fucking cool. We get better every time. Mm-hmm. We get a flow in there. Mm-hmm. Excited. But we're pretty tired only because we were like on Melrose at fucking one in the afternoon, just zapped by the sun. Mm-hmm. So, and we never plan. I never plan this out well because it's Sunday, <laughs> so there's a farmers market, <laughs> and I also get irritated when we're taking pictures and everybody like stops in the middle of us taking pictures to watch, you know, or people they see that we're taking photos and instead of just walking through quickly, yeah, they they, they slow down. Yeah, and I'm like, you're making it worse. Just go through. Or even I just wish that there was like this common etiquette to know that if someone's taking a photo, just keep fucking walking through it because, yeah, you know, like the photographer is gonna wait. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't get why it's so complicated for people to. <laughs> Uh, it's it's the same thing with driving and like walking across the street it's like when pedestrians like stop like it's their turn yeah, to walk yeah. and then they stop i'm like just keep walking mm-hmm. so that i can drive through mm-hmm. sooner i don't get people i don't get it at all but whatever jaren the headlights yeah maybe we just work off of like a different frequency because if i'm a pedestrian i'm gonna keep walking yeah and be like no if you I hit know. me then great i'll sue you like no, i don't got job. time no seriously yeah but i feel wiped because the sun just wipes me yeah so much going on and after my delicious little whatever the hell i just ate yeah i don't know what, yeah but it looks from, good from cafe oh, gratitude yeah so good v vegan and i am full so mm, good okay yeah. Well, today, I want Tanika, we want to talk more about sex because it's really funny. That was, but like, actually, you know what sparked this actually was, have you seen the show The Bold Type on Freeform? No, it's, I don't watch TV. I'm, I watch too much TV. Tell me about it. Well, it's this brand new show and I really like it, but basically in the show there. They work at this magazine, and they were talking about... The the whole drama was, like, this girl had to write an article about orgasms, Mm. and then um, it brought up the issue of, like, fake orgasms and stuff. And then I was thinking, this is an interesting thing to discuss, and and then I was thinking, who would want to discuss this with me? And I was like, Danica. (laughs) Um, Because they were arguing about... And I thought, God, there was another show that was talking about it, too. Just is our fake, like, is it bad for women to give fake orgasms? Like, mm-hmm. as a woman, do women do it a lot? Do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I think, I, I don't know. Well, I want to know what your opinion is. My opinion about fake orgasms? Um, well, yes, I have faked it before. And, yes, I've actually had a real orgasm before. I know there's a lot of women out there who, like, don't have never had one and i'm like yo that like that's sad me. that's so sad to me um but i i guess my thing is um i i'm like super comfortable enough with my sexuality and if i'm naked with someone that um if i don't orgasm or if i do i'm mm-hmm. still going to appreciate whatever it was that we did yeah you so, know what i mean like so you er, have faked it yes why why what makes some what makes you fake it 
the first the first thought that came to mind was just to get it over with. <laughs> like if I'm just like tired as fuck. Yeah. And cuz I think it's so I think I mean I don't know, I can't speak for guys. I'm not a guy, but no. I feel like guys have this this idea that like they have to have the girl orgasm, which like thank you, that's very nice, very considerate. But like sometimes you don't. Like, I don't think they need to like like it's a very intricate process mm-hmm. for women to orgasm, and sometimes it's just like you don't. I yeah, don't, that's I don't what I, like as a woman. I'm like, I don't expect to orgasm every time I have sex. Right. Well, that's just not because it's reality. like way more like yeah. But so I don't know why guys do they all have that expectation? I think so. I wish we had a dude with us right now to I have know. that. Shit, maybe next time we should bring. Well, yeah, we'll uh, we'll find a, we'll bring the, a male the troops <laughs> to ask to have a full on sex discussion. But um, but then it's like well, on the show it was like I don't know if it was that show or something else. I, this keeps coming up in TV that I'm watching. Okay, but it's something I was watching. The guys were, like, upset, like, you, why are you faking? Oh, I, I was watching Parenthood. <laughs> he got so pissed because he found out his wife had been faking it. Oh. And I'm like, why? I don't know. I think, okay, I'm, like, thinking back. Currently, my sex life is as dry as the motherfucking Mojave Desert. <laughs> yeah, so, feel. like, it's not like I could be like, yeah, last night I faked it. <laughs> like, no, that's, no. It's not apparent, but, um... I think there are times in the past where me faking it is to make them feel confident Mm -hmm. as much as I'm confident in them. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just have to... And fake is such a hard word, I suppose. Like, I'm not going to be completely miserable if I have to fake an orgasm. Yeah. Um, I just don't think that we should have to fake it for them to know, like... Right. Because it can still be pleasurable Right. And so I think because of that, there's this really, um, like, there's this problem that we have with today Mm -hmm. and just, like, the sexual relationships that we have Mm -hmm. where, like, by us having to fake for them to know they have confidence... That's like a significant problem. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, like, no, you're so the right. fact that like they and maybe maybe I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. like I would want them to feel as if they did a good job because they are doing a good job. Yeah, yeah, but you shouldn't have to fake it for them to feel like they have a good right, job. right, like they did a good job. And if there is, if if I were to be bored within having sex with someone, mm-hmm. then I would. I'm comfortable enough to be like, let's do this. Let's do that. Like Mm -hmm. just open communication. But that's also because I was in a relationship for five years. So like sex gets boring after five years. Mm -hmm. You got to fucking spice it up. Okay. The other thing I was talking, I mean, I was also listening to this podcast um, with Dave Asprey and they were just talking about the importance of sex and like the Mm -hmm. importance of orgasm um, just for all a ton of different things for like your health absolutely um and bringing up the whole masturbation thing Mm -hmm. this was another thing i wanted to talk about like there's such this taboo around it and i never have understood it what do you mean you never understood the taboo yeah masturbation yeah (sighs) but it's i don't know 
I think I think masturbation is just as important as like brushing your teeth, quite frankly. Really? Yes. That's that's a, I think it's yeah. so important. I mean, well, it's like important to orgasm for yeah. your health. Yeah. And so it's like absolutely. So if you're not if you don't have like a partner then Yeah. You just just fuck yourself. I know. <laughs> like, and that's why I don't get when people act like it's some gross thing. Yeah, like, no, how it's is not. that any different than having sex like i don't know and no exactly it's just like it's different a, yeah no there shouldn't be a taboo around masturbation i think it's 100 percent healthy and i also like, think it's like if you're somebody who's ha- having sex and he can't give you an orgasm and like you have to know how to give yourself an orgasm mm-hmm. to teach him how to mm-hmm. give you one mm-hmm. and even if you're like having some serious issues with the dude yeah then at least know that you can give yourself an orgasm mm-hmm. and hey we all win you know mm-hmm. like there's that too no literally Mm -hmm. so i think that's another interesting but would you want your first was your first orgasm through masturbation or somebody else um probably masturbation but that was just because i was like a really fucking weird kid what does that mean (laughs) (laughs) i okay let's be real like the first year of me having sex it was not hot like it was like (laughs) It was like painful and like awkward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm sure I had an orgasm before. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It seems like so long ago because I lost my virginity when I was 16. You did? Yes. And I'm sure I orgasmed before then. Was it to a boyfriend? Yes. On July 4th. Oh shit! Did Independence you like, Day, baby. Were you like the kind of person who like wants to lose your virginity? Like, yeah. And we had how only was been it? dating was it for good? four months, and we were like, I think we're ready. Oh my god! Had you and said looking the back, L-word? I'm like, no. Had you said that? Yeah, he said he had loved me after like two months, and I was like, what's that? Oh my god! I, it took me like yeah. maybe two years to be in love with him. Which, looking back, that sounds really shitty. But no, I mean, when you're young, you're a it's kid. Hard. I mean, you don't know yourself yeah. enough to love somebody else. Actually. Oh, exactly. But yeah, I had a lot of sex when I was a teenager. Just we fucked all of the time. Oh my god, were you nervous? Mm. I want. This is another thing I want to talk about. Like first times. Oh, first stuff. times. Okay, so my first time was on July 4th and we hadn't seen each other for two weeks and it was so difficult Mm -hmm. blah 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 shut up and um it was like in the middle of the day and we like he popped my cherry oh my god (laughs) in his bedroom and it hurt like it hurt like fucking hell like it like two to compare it now, I always think about like what my vagina once was. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like the pain would probably be as of like when I lost my virginity. Now would be if someone were to like fuck me with a a sandpaper oh condom. My god. Like it was so painful Why to me. Why was it so painful? I don't know. Well, have like, you guys done t- a lot of other stuff first? Before. Not really. Like we why. just like jumped right in. We're like, okay. Yeah, well, I think that's why. Like my first time didn't hurt at all. What? But I think that's because it's like we had spent so like 
he had like loosened it up. Yeah, no, that <laughs> was know? that like, was not the case. We clearly like, didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> I, yeah, like I don't even know. But I mean, I want to talk about the whole first time thing because I think that's such an interesting time period when you're first starting to get into sexuality, and mm-hmm. it's like. Or I know a lot of people who are, feel like they're in an awkward position who they feel like they're at an age where they're where they quote should have done stuff by now and haven't yep. and then so it's even more awkward because they're too scared because they feel like they're inexperienced mm-hmm. and um you know that whole issue mm-hmm. or like even if people are younger doing also it scares the shit out of me how young kids are now and i'm like literally what you, i didn't know where my clitoris was until i was 18 like and you tell oh i knew where that was oh my god i didn't know where that was until i was 18 oh my lord <laughs> literally but no, it's uh, it's definitely eye opening right now with kids. Like kids are having sex at like thirteen. Yeah, that's terrifying. It's sixteen. Me. Looking back, was too young for me. I should have been like eighteen, maybe. Um, but I had, for me, I had always. We were just like so did into each other. Did you want to be like? Did you want it to be with somebody like special? Yeah. At the time, yeah. Where, were you like, I just want to fucking? No, have no, no. Okay. No, definitely. And um, <laughs> well, it's funny looking back. I remember having a conversation with him. His name's Chris. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> and <laughs> called uh, out, Chris. Sorry. You weren't very good. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> oh, okay. We're just Anyways. we're just joking. Don't worry, Chris is gonna listen to this. I can guarantee you. <laughs> um i remember like our conversation was like yeah like let's have sex so we can good so we can be good for it for college like that was our reason we were 16 you guys like literally planned it out like that that was like that was like one of our reasons why we wanted to have sex so early oh my god that's so fucking funny which is hilarious because we were together till i was 21 oh my god you know like it it just our reasons my our reasons collectively to have sex Mm -hmm. was like an excuse to just do it you know yeah um but i grew up in a like conservative christian household and sex was like considered like although my i knew my parents had had sex before they were married and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and they're actually batshit crazy like in a good way but i was raised to believe that like sex was made just to make babies Mm -hmm. and i do not have that mindset whatsoever i never really did even as a child there was like something that i was like innate about my sexuality that i wanted to do it Mm -hmm. um so even like reading about the birds and bees, I was just like in the back of my head, I was like, mm, girl, no. Yeah. Like there's more to this I than mean, that. I think it's so, I'm sorry if I, no, I'm not sorry if I offend anybody. I just think it's literally the dumbest thing anyone can do to wait until marriage to mm-hmm. have sex. Like, I just think it's the dumbest you gotta thing. gotta test ride the yeah. car before like, the purchase. Literally, it's, I mean, honestly, it's the same thing with living with people. Oh, I yeah. I think like. People oh who don't God. live together, and I'm just like you're. An, it's just not smart. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there's also you have this um, intimacy level to a relationship, mm-hmm. and that can be jaded if you don't have sex. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you could just be like, "Oh, I love you so much." Blah blah blah. Can't wait to do it. Whereas, just do it and connect on a whole other like spiritual, physical mm-hmm. level. I don't know, but that's like a whole other topic. I think that. Um, well, I 
okay it comes up for i know so many people who are getting married right out out of college like not we just graduated people are getting married literally because they're super religious and Mm -hmm. won't have sex Mm -hmm. until they get married and they just want to have sex yeah i'm like are you kidding that's the worst reason to get married it's also just ridiculous that you're waiting like because what happens if you get married and then you don't connect sexually Mm -hmm. yep it's so necessary it's so scary or even if you do connect sexually but then you realize that it was i think it could just be infatuation for a lot of people yeah it's build up of the sex Mm -hmm. and then they have sex and it's like okay now what Mm -hmm. and then they kind of are bored Mm -hmm. i'm like well that wasn't smart so then they start having babies to make something exactly exactly and then it turns to the babies it's so it's like yeah i think that human sexuality is one of the most innate things Mm -hmm. as as a human being and by suppressing that that we're not getting anywhere in in like this different aspect of ourselves i suppose and people who don't have sex you're you're completely missing this point this part of you and like Everyone has their reasons, you know, like, but I think that it shouldn't be taboo anymore. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, there's this huge mismatch, like when those ideas were in place to get married and then have like people were getting married when they were 12 Mm -hmm. and having babies (laughs) when they were 13. So it's like when kids now are all, you know, hyped up and like want to have sex because in their 16 and 17, it's like. In terms of evolution, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you know, like we didn't, people didn't, they didn't even live until they were mm-hmm. as old as we are when we're getting married. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, you know. So what we can be doing now is just like trying to make it safe, right? Providing people with, they shouldn't be afraid to talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, so that they can just have the best experience possible. I think, totally. and that was the other thing was. Um, I think people are scared to talk about it and scared to, like, I have some friends who I know still just don't, aren't, like, they don't feel like they're experienced and they are nervous and they're just avoiding relationships because they don't know what to do. They're like, I don't know how. And I'm like, it's what you're saying. It's so innate. I'm Mm -hmm. like, there's not, like, you don't need to know how. Yeah. Like, you just, like, I think also there's this main thing, like, with porn mm-hmm. everyone has this like everyone has this idea of what sex is supposed to uh-huh. be based off of the porn that's everywhere mm-hmm. and okay so you use if you don't know what you're doing but this is what's innate and then you see porn which i am have mixed feelings about um like you I don't know what my point was. I totally just lost. Wait, can we my, talk about? Porn? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Hold I want to hold my mic. My mic. Yeah. Too. <laughs> it's easier. Um, <clears throat> I want to know your mixed feelings about porn. I think porn is totally okay. Mm-hmm. I think that with all things, like if you use it in a healthy way, then that's totally fine. But it, that, if you get addicted to it, then that's a problem, just like anything else. I agree. Um, but I think that. Um, I think porn is totally fine. I think so. I think it just depends on who's watching their attitude towards it. Yeah. I think it's a problem when somebody's watching porn and then is like every, 
all my sex life needs to be like that it's, yeah but it's like watching any other movie That's yeah it's like if you go to the movies and you think that this is how life should be right uh, movies are dramatized mm-hmm. you know but i don't i honestly don't understand girls who are like telling their boyfriend you can't watch porn I'm like, yeah Why? no that's they're gonna watch it what's the big deal like i mean if if any guy were to think that what I'm going to look like when having sex is going to be like a porn star, then they've got something seriously yeah, fucking th- wrong in their head. Yeah, that's the like, problem is. It's like, are, I if you not put gonna those expectations like on somebody else, then yeah, that's yeah. the issue. But if you're just watching it to whatever, pleasure yourself yeah. or just watch it, then whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. If it's, if it helps, the whole point of porn is to orgasm. Yeah. So it's like, if that's a part of your process of mm-hmm. masturbation, there you go. Yeah. But like, don't watch it 17 hours a day yeah. there's that too and, well, yeah and then it's like it's like their own problem if you're watching it and it gives you issues because it's like the whole thing where guys watch it and then those are the expectations and mm-hmm. then they like blame other, like i can't have an orgasm unless you're doing this mm-hmm. well um that's your problem mm-hmm. that you've mm-hmm. made this up in your head that that needs to be done in mm-hmm. order for you to be pleasured like mm-hmm. that's not anyone else's issue you know there was one guy um that I was seeing for a second and he liked it really, really rough, like extreme, like intensely to the point where I was like, yo, you're living in a porno. And it was hard to like, like delegate through this is what excites him, but also like, this isn't real at all. Like this is, I am uncomfortable. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think it comes down to the fantasies of porn should be like dabbled with Mm -hmm. but they should also stay in that space because you're not having sex with the person that you're having sex with you should be having sex with them you shouldn't have in your mind that you're having sex with some digital person yeah you know that's scary so um what did you end up doing with that guy like did you say bye i like did you date him for like no it was just like a few times okay okay but um it was hard because I, I didn't want to be like, yeah, no, or but that's where I don't know. I also think like it's communication weird gets lost if it comes up. Like if it's that big a part of someone's life, mm-hmm. I'm like, what the? F- I don't know. It's just like weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if you're doing if you're watching porn, okay, whatever. But when guys like bringing it up, mm-hmm. then I'm like, this is weird because that means it's like all, all on your mind a lot. Yeah, which to me is just bizarre but yeah it is not some christian gray shit yeah like it's or it is okay i hope you guys are enjoying this so far danica is hilarious and so real but i really just need to stop really quickly and tell you about one of my favorite beauty brands ever beauty counter you guys know that i'm a consultant for beauty counter because i just believe in this company and their mission and their products so much because the beauty industry sadly is not really regulated in the united states and it makes me upset companies can use a lot of harmful ingredients and they can pretty much put anything they want on the label they can label things all natural and non-toxic even when they are not natural and are very toxic and they don't even have to disclose all of their ingredients so I really want that to change in Beauty Counter, the company. Right now, the women in this company are 
in Washington trying to get the beauty industry regulated and get those requirements changed so that every company has to disclose all of their ingredients and talk about what they're really using in their products and beauty counter is completely transparent that's why i love it so much we have a never list which contains all of the ingredients that we have vowed to never put in our products so that you really know what you're putting on your skin because what you put on your skin goes into your body it's just as important as the food you eat it's so important All of these toxic chemicals that we're exposed to on a daily basis can lead to a ton of health issues from asthma to cancer to infertility because those harmful ingredients, they're just, these products are filled with carcinogens and hormone disruptors, endocrine disruptors. And I mean, in today's world, it's basically impossible to avoid every single toxin, but we need to do what we can to reduce our exposure if we want to live our healthiest lives and be alive as long as possible. I mean, the U.S. has banned only 30 ingredients in personal care products and the European Union has banned over 1,300. So I think that kind of speaks for itself. So if you're interested in trying Beauty Counter out, you definitely should. We have a full range of skincare, hair care, body care, makeup my favorite I pretty much use every single thing from beauty counter but what I want to talk about today are the charcoal bar and charcoal mask those are usually my top two products that I recommend to people I have never met somebody who doesn't like these products they are amazing charcoal is incredible at pulling toxins out of your skin and it's especially useful if you have combination to oily skin or acne prone skin or just skin that's irritated and you just need a refresher but really anyone the balancing mask the number three balancing mask is the charcoal mask that we have renamed to the balancing mask and that is my favorite mask to use the black mask it pulls out all the gunk out of your skin and if you have a zit coming up I pop it on there and it gets rid of it I swear to god and the charcoal mask is incredible use it every day I cannot live without it those two products are my hands down have to have so if you're interested go to beautycounter.com slash christina rice to shop again that's beautycounter.com slash christina rice to shop with me as your consultant and if you have any questions about products or colors for makeup or just need any personal advice about your skin feel free to email me at addicted to lovely at gmail.com tell me what the stitch is and i'll give you my recommendations because you guys know i love beauty products so hopefully that was helpful again beautycounter.com slash christina rice you're gonna love it all right back to danica well when you do you think that when you have say you have a daughter or a son Mm mm-hmm um, how are you going to respond to them becoming sexual beings? Are you going to freak out if they do things at a certain age? Um, I hope that, like, when I raise my humans, that I'm giving them all the knowledge that they need mm-hmm. to know. Like, I hope that ugh, it fucking drives me crazy when parents are like, you're my baby forever. No, shut the hell up. Like, yeah. if you're if you're looking at your adult child Mm -hmm. and saying like um you grew up so fast or stuff 
to me, that goes to show that you weren't present in their life to the point. Like, you you feel like you're missing something. Like, you didn't give them everything they needed to know. So I hope by the time that my kids are sexually active, I'm confident enough in my parenting to be like, I've given you all the knowledge. Mm -hmm. We can be in open communication about anything and everything. Mm -hmm. Be smart. You know, whatever. But, like, if if they want to, like, they're like given head at like 11 then we got a problem yeah, like shit. you know what i mean like yeah. it, but as they're in teenagers at the at the appropriate time of like i don't know what damn it what's appropriate i, I just know. don't know anymore i think that what's appropriate i think it depends on the person's emotional maturity for sure like i think that it's like you can just tell when somebody like they have to be confident in themselves and mm-hmm. love themselves and be mature. Yeah. Well, and like I think it's all about why. Why are you mm-hmm. wanting to be sexual? Mm-hmm. Is it because you're trying to be cool with your friends? Because mm-hmm. then you're probably not ready. Right. <laughs> totally. You know. And that's why I would hope that if like my kids, the reason why they'd want to have sex is mm-hmm. to be cool, then. <clears throat> I hope that I've given them all the information. From there on out, it's their body. Mm-hmm. You know, their choice, as long as they're being smart about it. Yeah. Also, like, the double standard of sex with boys and girls. Also, that goes back to the masturbation. I feel like it's, no- like, everybody expects guys yeah. to, you know. It's, like, funny when boys masturbate because yeah. it's, like, oh, he's probably jacking off in the restroom. Yeah, but then a moment a 12-year-old girl is masturbating, it's like, like... Ew. It's like, yeah, it's and just, like, it's dirty. it's gross? It's yeah. not dirty. It's gross. It's worse when guys do it because they're fucking ejaculating and squirting out. Well, I guess some girls are too. Like, <laughs> I always knew when... <laughs> I knew when my brother was going through puberty because I like never touched his towel. Oh my God. I was God. just like, that is some crusty ass shit that right is there. so fucking funny <laughs> i hope he doesn't listen to this <laughs> called out oh my god sorry kyle i'm dead i'm dying but well yeah and then it's like i mean the classic double standard of if a guy has sex with a ton of girls mm-hmm. he's the dude yeah he's the man mm-hmm. but if a girl does it she's a slut mm-hmm. and i mean I will gladly say that I am a slut. <laughs> like, I'm so Danica sick of... the slut. I am so sick of being so calling a this slut. Episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Danica the slut is back. Oh, God. <laughs> the slut. Oh. I, have, I have a list. I have a oh. list in my phone. I have two lists in my I mean, phone. what is a slut, really? Does it... Okay, a slut is like someone who enjoys sex is that everyone's a slut that's what i think if that's the technical term then like i don't get what's so bad about it precisely it's just like i just feel i mean for me i mean i'm the kind of person who makes a judgment on people for real (laughs) yes you are yeah and (laughs) so there are i have christina you're killing me who have a lot of sex with people and i don't care mm-hmm. but then there are people who i know who have a lot of sex and i'm like that's gross and the way i make a judgment on somebody is why they're doing it yeah like if you're running around just fucking people to f- fill a personal hole mm-hmm. and because it coming from a place of not loving yourself mm-hmm. like then i'm like that like i feel sorry for you and that's pathetic mm-hmm. like stop that's gross mm-hmm. 
But if you're coming from a place of you're lo- you love yourself and you're confident, you're just a sexual person, you're exploring and you're dating, and mm-hmm. you genuinely care about each of these people, um, then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. You know, go for it. Yeah. Um, and I've been in both of those positions mm-hmm. during my, my slut capades. Can we call it that? Yes. <laughs> I love it. During my slut capades. Um, yeah, there, there have been times where it's like, I love me. I am confident. I love my body. Um, I love, well, I don't love this person, but I'll love like getting intimate with someone mm-hmm. and keeping it at that. But then there was also a time where I hated myself mm-hmm. and my only validation was if I was going to be naked with this person or not. Yeah. And those were two very, very different parts of me. Um, and I think that's, the healthiness of my sexuality were on two different aspects too. Yeah. You know, like I, I hated myself after I'd have sex with random people when I was in a deep, dark place mm-hmm. versus when I'm light and full. And, yeah. but I think, I think sexuality, unfortunately, is another way to cope with life aspects. And that's where, slut shaming is kind of like focused Mm -hmm. you know well there's slut shaming but then there's also prude shaming totally totally what the fuck is Mm -hmm. is anyone supposed to do you know apparently if you have ovaries you're gonna be screwed one way or the other Uh, yeah basically or not but yeah it's just yeah but that's yeah and well it's what I don't know. For example, when my friends break up with their boyfriend and they just run around and fuck everybody, try mm-hmm. and get over them, and mm-hmm. they're just complaining to me, I'm just like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I don't feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're just going to feel worse about yourself. You know, and, and they're, why won't he call me back? Like, I'm just like, you are just trying to rebound. Like, I don't, you're being gross. Like, why can't you just focus on yourself and get over, like, mm-hmm. Oh, and also same with the losing the virginity thing. I remember when this was happening when everybody was losing their virginity and like when my friends would lose their virginities to people that they genuinely cared about and it was like because they were ready. Then it's like an exciting thing and I'm like, cool, yay. You know, mm-hmm. we can like bond over it. But then it was like I had friends who literally just tried to find somebody who would have sex with them so they could get it over with. That was all. I just wanted to get it over with. That's a total bummer. Yeah, and I'm like, well, that's fucking lame, and that's pathetic. Like, mm-hmm. it's. I don't think it's something to get over with. Like, Right. I don't know. I totally agree. It shouldn't... You shouldn't have to have this feeling of, like... I don't know. I mean, if I were to have my virginity back... Like, if I was a virgin at 25, I'm sure I would be, like, freaking the fuck out right now. I'd be like, why? give me a pit. I want to get it over with, yeah. you know? Like, I there is that aspect. I people feel that, but I wish they didn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is I know a lot of people who are virgins. A lot of people will be virgins, and they're, like, older than they would want to be, right? And then they lose their virginity, but the guy doesn't even know. So many, so many guys don't realize that they're like taking someone's virginity and then it was like and you were so worried about not having you know mm-hmm. like the girls were worried for no reason mm-hmm. like he didn't even know the the difference that you hadn't had sex before um 
So they don't even need to be worried. I don't know. I just don't think either way it should be a taboo thing. Right. Like, and then it turns into, I feel like this, it was like a competition with girls in high school. Jesus Christ. Like, and I was like, this is like scary and gross and I don't get why this is. Ah, I can't even remember like my mindset in high school with other girls. I wish I could. But, But yeah. Do you still want to talk about your experience? Sure. Okay, so going back to um, my two my two types of slut uh-huh. slut capades. Is that what we said? Yeah. Um, the one where I absolutely hated myself was kind of a traumatic time of my life. Mm-hmm. I was dating someone sort of i don't know who knows what that means anymore sleeping with someone and uh there was one night where i didn't want to have sex with him but he did and um how long had you guys been canoodling maybe a few weeks oh okay not long so very new and um he raped me that night without i mean that it was <laughs> as bold as that just came out of my mouth. I've never actually like said it. Um, It was a very, it is a feeling that I don't wish on anyone of being completely voiceless and like having sex, but I had no feeling like I was completely numb during the whole process and I was crying, but, stayed quiet because I didn't want him to hear. It was absolutely, like, I had no voice. I felt like Ariel and the Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. Just, like, nothing. Um, I'm so sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for sharing that. Like, that can you... And so what was interesting was, at the time, I didn't know that it was rape because Mm -hmm. I was just, like, I was defending him or even being like Danica you're being stupid like yeah. you should want to have sex mm-hmm. it was just bizarre and I feel like I'm sure that a lot of people who have been date raped um kind of have that same experience yeah. um so, it's so sad like people don't re- it's like you like people don't realize yeah and it's very situational uh-huh. you know rape rape <laughs> rape is not a one size fits all mm-hmm. for sure um so afterwards i had like a really was hard he, like physical with you like he was a lot bigger than me okay. he was, so was just like way cool. bigger than me yeah. so even if i were to try it's funny because i i want to say like he would never hurt me but he did mm-hmm. you know um but I, there was just one point where i just like i was you? like i'm gonna i'm not i'm not gonna fight like i was just voiceless but i was 21 21 and after that i ended up falling in love with someone who i shouldn't have fallen in love with like that just he just kind of like graced me with everything that i felt i needed it was like a trip Anyways, fast forward. I don't want to talk about that guy. Fast forward, and I was dealing with... I couldn't really, like, process the fact that of what had happened. And um, 
I ended up, I, I ended up just like having sex with strangers. There was one week where I had sex with four different guys and it was a way for me to like feel as if I was still voiceless. Like I was like suppressing the fact that like, um, I can have fun with sex again. It was just more of like, this was painful. I'm just going to find validation in anyone. And, um, did did you ever talk to him? No. About it? No. Did you see him again after that? Yeah. And so that's one thing that I like really hated about myself was that I still continued to see him for a little bit for a few more weeks and then um I stopped talking to him entirely. He's now married. Um at what point? I mean, obviously it's like like you're saying you didn't really realize that it was rape at the time. Yeah. At what at what time did you realize okay that was rape? Um I mean, Great I'm sure question. you knew it was like, you're like, that wasn't right. Yeah. Obviously, but it's like, you didn't really fully realize it. I didn't know that it was right. And after I went on this, like, <laughs> slut could pay yeah. the bad one. Um, I was just drunk all of the time. And I was just hooking up with strangers and in throwing myself in like really shitty situations. And I was just like, yo, this isn't normal. Like this isn't healthy in any way. And that's when I realized like, oh, that night really, really like triggered something in me. This like almost animalistic space. Um, it wasn't healthy. And did, so did you tell anyone like any of your friends or nope. family? So you just kept it to yourself. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that was? Do you think you because I just ashamed? kept I just kept telling myself like I, that didn't happen. Like it's weird though, because a lot of, from what I've found out of learning about other people who have been raped, mm-hmm. um, they go into this like very different space. Obviously we all do in any traumatic experience, mm-hmm. but um, I for one didn't feel the need to seek anything from anyone i just wanted to like navigate by myself which is so strange because i'm so openly like i need i need to be in contact with the people that i love about problems that i have yeah um and that was just something that i don't know if i was ashamed maybe i'm still dealing with it but um i just i wanted it to be gone yeah Like, I didn't want to bring it to some sort of, like, space. I didn't want for the people that loved me to look at me any differently. Because I felt so dirty and gross. And I didn't want other people to see me and be like, oh, poor Danica. Yeah. She is not dirty and gross. And I think this this ties back into media and media portrayals. And I think it's also why a lot of girls, I'm sure, have a similar experience where they, like, don't really realize it's rape. Mm -hmm. Because rape has turned into I think people have this vision in their head where a rape is a guy's pinning you up against the wall and beating you Mm -hmm. and it's this you know and then when it's when you don't get a black eye but you get raped girls are like well it wasn't really rape right 
but it's rape. Mm-hmm. Like those are horrendous things that they show. Those are dr- dr- like dramatized on TV, mm-hmm. but in real life, it's just as serious mm-hmm. when it's not when you don't leave with a bloody yeah. nose. Yeah, you know, if yeah. if he's forcing you to have sex, if you're if you don't want to have sex, and he's forcing you to, it's rape, mm-hmm. and it's not okay, mm-hmm. and. It is turned into this thing where the girl feels like she did something wrong mm-hmm. because of this when it's the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. And until we stand as women or men who get raped mm-hmm. and people, I mean, this is my opinion, until everybody stands and has the courage to be like, this happened, not mm-hmm. okay, and calling people out, it's mm-hmm. not going to change. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to change. Like, we have to change the conversation. Absolutely. So we have to turn around, and they should be, they're the ones who need to feel guilty and gross and disgusting. Yeah. You know? Totally. It just, it, it kills me. Like, I feel like so many, I feel like it's such a big problem, mm-hmm. which scares the shit out of me. And I totally agree. I think that everything is situational, and everyone's different. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's how, that's how I like really understood that, okay, maybe that was rape. You know, I didn't have to go to the hospital because I needed, you know, like a rape test, Mm -hmm. you know, like that I was destroyed or something. Um, there was no physical, there was no, like, there was no trigger to me at the beginning being like, that was a bad thing. You know, um, but changing the discussion is is so important, and you're so right because to me, what I thought rape was was like if you're not dead, yeah, or if you're issue. you know what I mean, like mm-hmm. rape and kill is yeah. kind of like what everyone thinks of exactly. as being raped. That's so sad, right? That's so sad, yeah. and I mean, ugh, it just kills me to see people, it's like makes people minimize their pain yeah and that's where the blaming comes in and the shame comes in because they think i don't really that wasn't really right because he didn't yeah leave me almost dead yep so then i feel guilty that i feel gross and i i feel guilty that i feel ashamed Mm -hmm. and it's just that's not true like it's still like you still are entitled to be in pain and suffering and like allow yourself to recognize what i went through is was traumatizing yeah and the whole thing with people saying, well, if you're married, it's not rape. That's disgusting. It makes me want to fucking kill someone. Sorry. Yeah. It's bullshit. It's really gross. Like, it's not... I don't care if you're married or not. hmm Oh, God. It makes me so upset. L- okay. Looking back... I mean, we're we're talking to people right now, basically. Hello, what, what would you want to tell somebody who has been through what you've been through? Um, Do you have any advice? Anything you I, wish you had handled differently? Any words uh, of it's encouragement? It's like it's hard because everything. I don't. I feel like I'm not in a position, and I say this because this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not in a position where I can give advice because I'm not a doctor or I'm not specialized in that. You don't have to be a doctor, though, but just, I mean, people just want to know they're not alone. Yeah. And they want to know that they can, 
you know. But my my part is like I have done such a fucking good job at putting that rape mm-hmm. as something that happened to me as if I got in a car accident, mm-hmm. a fender bender, or decide to cut my hair this way. Like I have put it and labeled it in my head so fucking well to say that this happened to me. It's not a part, it's not me, mm-hmm. but it happened to me. And um that's where like I guess my biggest thing is like I am I am totally co- like comfortable in my sexuality and can do can like still sustain life without being completely terrified because I was raped. Mm -hmm. So it's like the advice that I would give to someone at that time would be don't be afraid to communicate if you don't want to have sex. Mm -hmm. Um, Feeling voiceless is what, how I felt. Um, And a lot of people are going to feel that at some point. And once the moment that you feel like you're voiceless is the moment that you need to fucking scream. Mm -hmm. What would you say to somebody who, I don't know if any of that made sense. If somebody recently got raped, like, and they don't even know, do you think it's a good idea? Like, do you wish you had told a friend or a family member? Like, do you wish you had told somebody? Do you wish you had said something to him? Um, well, the thing is, I have told people. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't immediate. Okay. Like, now I have. Like, when I connect to someone, with someone, if I'm dating someone, I tell them. Or if I'm interested in someone. Can I, how do they usually respond? They usually say, oh, this was really shitty. One guy was like... You'd be surprised at how many times someone said that to me. And I almost wanted to be Are like... Are you fucking I almost wanted to be like, yo, like, mm, don't... F- why'd you just put me in a box? Oh, my God. I just shared something pretty intense, and <laughs> you said that. You totally... Everybody fucking minimizes people's pain. It's killing, right. it's killing right. me. Like, thank you so much. Now I don't want to share anything with you. Yeah. But, um, no, it's great. Every time that I've shared that with someone who I'm, like, interested in, they've always been, like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. Um, And that's, like, about it. Mm -hmm. Like, people, it's hard for people to openly discuss about it. Nor I don't think someone who could potentially have sex with me would want to talk about the rape itself Mm -hmm. there have been a few times where i have been intimate with someone and like something will happen or like he'll move in a way where i just get like a fucking flashback and i just have to stop i'm just like i'm sorry i'm sorry i have to i'm having a moment like and then i'd get like extremely anxious but and in that way they would then be like totally okay Mm mm-hmm like do what you gotta do which is awesome um i don't know if i answered your question yeah no it did i was just curious how people responded yeah it makes me so mad that that one guy said that yeah it was it was totally just like a slap in the face like thank you i really like i'm so sad for them but i don't really fucking care about them (laughs) right now you know well and it makes me mad because it also brings up another thing that pisses me off is that 
rape is so fucking serious. Mm -hmm. And there are also, sadly, girls who just toss it around. Yeah. Who do something they regret and they say, he raped me. Mm -hmm. And that just makes it so that every girl who really does get raped doesn't get the help she Mm -hmm. deserves because it's like the boy who cried wolf. Mm -hmm. And it also can fuck up a guy's life. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you are put on a list as a sex offender mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and you weren't actually mm-hmm. that destroys somebody's life mm-hmm. forever mm-hmm. totally and it's just like the fact that people are so irresponsible with such serious things oh my god it boils my blood mm-hmm. do you feel like it has ever I guess not for you I feel like I mean, I've never, like, if something happened like that to me, I feel like I would honestly be afraid to ever be intimate again. I would be afraid to trust any man again. Yeah, so, I mean, there was a solid, like, year and a half where everyone who I was hooking up with, it was out of pain, and I would just fucking play with people's emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, that was my way of being in control with the fact that, like, not gonna let you like i'm not gonna like someone or do this or that um because i don't want to and i just want to have sex to like feel something that's been taken from me yeah so it was a really long process and then i got to a point where i was having so much sex that i was like i need to stop like i suppressed the one thing that like i really really love because i was getting out of control with it Mm-hmm. in a way of healing with rape. Um, so then what I did, which is like totally 180, I stopped having sex, like entirely. For 16 months, I didn't have sex. Do you think that was good for you? It was more, well, it was funny because I was like, okay, I'm not going to have sex for a month. Mm-hmm. Did it. I'm not going to have sex for three months. Did it. And I kept going and going and going. And I was like, I haven't had sex in a year. I'm just going to keep going, see if I can do it. And that became very, like, compulsive and um, obsessive of mm. the fact that it, I was denying something that I do and like yeah. since I was 16. And then all of a sudden it's, like, not being intimate with someone. I was, yeah, I I thought it was good because now I was like, oh, I don't need sex. So I put myself back into the position. I had, like, rewired myself to believe that, like, the next time I have sex, I want with purpose and intent Mm -hmm. and integrity. And I did. So that was kind of, like, this closure for me after being raped of knowing, like, I am capable of having intimate, incredible sex without feeling... With feeling, you know? Yeah. Um. So I'm A-OK now, but it's still difficult to talk about. Obviously, this is yeah. the first time I've actually, like, talked about it. I'm very honored and grateful that you would be willing to share this. Totally. Like, thank you. Oh, no, seriously. thanks for listening. I feel like I'm just so spotty in my brain because of it. But um, it's you're so strong. You're, like, seriously, that's why I love talking. You're, like, the strongest, most, most self-aware person I've ever met, I swear to God. Aww. Like, and I you've been through that. so much, and you're so happy. It just, it just goes to show, I mean, 
I feel like so many people, it's like this. It's like, you don't know what somebody has been through. Mm -hmm. Like, we all make judgments and we see people's lives on the outside. And it's like, you don't know what people have gone through, Mm -hmm. you know? Totally. And that, I mean, that list I have on my phone, I look at that and I'm like, fuck. If I were to tell anyone how many people I've actually had sex with, it would be an immediate judgment. But mm-hmm. what that is to me is this healing process of self-love and also like kind of like owning what's mine. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not going to let someone, because I was raped once, I'm not going to let that define me and yeah. who I am with my sexuality. So going through that process of, like, fucking whoever, whenever, to nothing at all, and now I'm back at this space where it's, like, the next person I want to be intimate with, I, it can either be a hookup or it could be someone who I, like, really, really appreciate. And I'm not going to sit in a space of, like, damn it, why did I do that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm at this, like, confident, self-loving position where rape isn't going to be there it's not going to be forming me in any way yeah. because it's in the past, you know? Yeah. It's just there. And I feel for people who have been raped and they have this very, um, they have this uncomfortable relationship with their sexuality. That makes me so, so sad because it's so important yeah. I think sex sexuality is so important. It's it's and it, important. it can get damaged all of the time. Mine was briefly, but it it just scares me to know that people can't have sex afterwards without yeah. having. I just don't issues. want people to. If you've been through something like that, don't feel ashamed. Like it's right. not your fault. No, and like don't. I just really want to encourage people to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I agree, and I. I agree with what you're saying Mm -hmm. because by me not reaching out, Mm -hmm. that worked for me in my journey. Mm -hmm. But for someone else and their rape and and that trauma, help might better be. Mm -hmm. Like, it might be a better option. It's probably a better option. I also just, like, honestly, the thing that bothers me, it's like, if you don't, I know it's so hard to say something, but when people don't say something, he can go rape someone else. Yeah, totally. Don't let it happen to another girl. Yeah. You know, like, I just want people to know it's not their fault mm-hmm. and they shouldn't be ashamed and it's his fault. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need to have each other's backs and like do everything we can to stop a cycle. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. But. Dude, yeah. what a trip. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I want to end. You need to go because it's late. But I want to end on something happier. So what's your favorite sexual position? <laughs> I just realized we didn't even talk about sex. Like I mean, it was no, about rape. Sort of. Well, we have to talk about sex stories in the future because yeah. I got I got lots of them. Good. I'm um, sure the people who want you back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, an hour so favorite position oh fuck i don't know i like doggy style a lot really yes you would like doggy style (laughs) after danica was stalking this dog at alfred today okay that's gross (laughs) i'm not into what is it zoology or or whatever the hell dude i was watching do you watch the show younger 
no i told you i don't watch tv literally she she walks in on this guy having sex with his like sheep (laughs) she was like what the fuck i was like oh my god now those are some deeply rooted issues yeah no but like (laughs) no you would like doggy style i do i think it's fun do you okay would you do you like being on the top or bottom um both Interesting. I, I'm like equally into both. But if I'm cool. tired, if it's if been tired, a long day, bottom. I'm like, like tap, tap, it. bottom. Yeah. <laughs> you do the work, dude. <laughs> Classic. Cool. And that's when I would fake my orgasm <laughs> to go to bed. Oh my God. Next time, next time, we're going to have you do a lesson on how to fake it, <laughs> how to do a convincing fake orgasm. Here's a, the how to. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty easy though. It's pretty easy. It's pretty fucking easy. You just I don't I, I don't want to give all my tips. Yeah, we can't, we can't then give it away. The next guy know. I'm with, they're yeah. gonna be like, fuck it's you. Get out of my yeah. get out of my life. Oh my god. Okay, cool. Well, thanks for coming. You're thanks. Alright. guys. Bye. Okay, okay. So hopefully you enjoyed that episode with Danica. We covered a lot of stuff in there. If it made you uncomfortable, I'm sorry, but I think that this is really important for us to address. I don't think that these topics should be taboo. Like, let's just talk about it. And the conversation about rape and date rape, it's just really important that we discuss these things and these issues. And if you're struggling, I'm so sorry. My heart goes out to you if that ever happened to you. Um... I hope that you can reach out to somebody and work through it. Um, Know that you're not to blame. I'm going to cry thinking about it, but you're really strong and nobody deserves to be treated like that. And I think we can all work together to try and make it not such a common occurrence. I know that's a really big thing to say, but I'm not going to give up hope that we can't turn things around like that so and I just want to thank Danica again for sharing her experience I know that's really hard to share an experience like that uh, publicly even if not publicly so I really really appreciate that and she's just so strong and incredible and amazing and I love her a lot so thank you guys for listening Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes and Stitcher. And don't forget to do your Amazon shopping through the Amazon link. You can become a patron at patreon.com slash actuallyadultish. Join the Facebook group, Actually Adultish Podcast Nation. And definitely check out Beauty Counter, beautycounter.com slash Christina Rice. Make sure you get your Castandrinos olive oil. Use the code addicted to lovely or actually adultish for 10% off your whole order. It's a great deal. And you can also find me on my blog, addictedtolovely.com. And I hope that you have an amazing rest of your day. Talk to you guys again soon. Bye.